is in uh, New York right now on a yeah. team, I think somewhere on the way back trying to beat he's the over snow. a great lake somewhere yeah, he's on his <laughs> way he's on he's on his way back trying to beat the snow back here since mm. there's snow to the north of us and snow to the south of St. Louis right now because my friend in Georgia got six inches of snow last oh night. my god I was seeing all of these pictures online um Twitter especially like that's the thing the social media that I'm on the most and um, I've seen like people like in way way south Texas were getting were yeah, getting so snow some crazy like, weather. Um, who was it? Oh no, it wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin. Somebody that lives in Texas. Somebody that IBM. has a ranch. Might be him. But yeah, they, uh, they yeah some crazy weather. So we are recording. Uh, it's almost one o'clock on uh, Saturday. So where we just watched a Blues game and a little down right now. Yeah. Well, down. Not happy the Blues are winning. Down at Jane Schwartz. Just, just got hurt and got did not off. look good. He didn't put any weight on his right ankle. So hopefully it's just a stinger and it just kind of bothered him. And But I think it's he had ankle problems the last two years. We know how those went. So. I'm hoping it's kind of like that thing where you take like a like a soccer ball to the gut and it like knocks the, air, the wind out of you. So at first you're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. This is it. This is how it ends. Yeah, and or, then after you stand up and stretch a bit, you know, and get like a drink of water, whatever, you know. Yeah, you, hopefully you uh, out, hopefully so. everything's okay. But so far, uh, it's the end Fingers of the crossed. first. Blues are winning one nothing. And no update on Jaden Schwartz. So I volunteered on Twitter for them to take both of my ankles <laughs> and construct Jaden a new one. I would I would say they could have mine, but they played soccer and hockey for so long. Like the other day I went mine to... Mine aren't the best either, but I figured if you take both of them, you can probably make one good one out of I both. ran across the street to beat the crosswalk thing, mm. and I almost collapsed in the middle because both my ankles felt like they were going to break because they were like, wait, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, so <laughs> hopefully things dirty. are working out. So we got a bunch of things to go over today so yeah. we have some games to go over nhl news we got our question of the week coming back for this week which i thought was interesting um yeah a bunch of different stuff and then uh yeah we'll go from there so anyway game recaps so we're just going to go over uh two games right now so we're just we're talking the king's game was four to one at la we got smoked not good yeah uh played better against minnesota Lost in overtime on a Dumba, Dumba overtime uh, winner, which uh, maybe some lax defense on Tarasenko's part on the last goal, but to each his own. It's we still got a point out of it. All of Twitter was up in arms about that. Yeah, we put, but like I said, you pay, we pay him for score goals. So right. So anyway, the Blues then head out on the road and they face the Montreal Canadiens. So at this time, the Canadiens are actually playing better and they were i've gotten out of their funk their one six and one funk they had to start the season and yeah they um, were playing better hurting. so uh blues coming to this game and they start off pretty well at the five minute mark Braden shen gets his 11th of the year from schwartz uh i'm so proud of this kid yeah so <laughs> he, he's a really uh Really nice play by uh, that. Those two have been really good. I mean, they, they've been separated this time, and Steen's been on that line, so no more yeah. Tarasenko. 
I wish they kind of would reunite them, but I get the point uh, why they kind of separated them to kind of switch things up a bit. Am I just the only person that gets like severe anxiety with line shuffles? Because some people are like, well, this might work. This might work. And I feel like I look at like when our lines get shaken up. And I immediately start chewing my nails. Yeah, like, those it are, scares me. Yeah, they're an O two and one funk. So I kind of, I kind of get the, I understand it, but at the same time, yeah. like, eh, you had how many games where it was clicking, and then yeah. so maybe put them back. Maybe they'll go back together eventually. Yeah, because uh, no team's gonna go eighty two and zero. I mean, yeah, doesn't so, matter how good things work. So near the end of the first, unfortunately, the uh, Habs score here. Jordy Ben. Uh, gets his fourth from Placanic and Carr at the fifteen twenty eight mark. Uh, this is a shot from the point, just found its way through. So, uh, Allen didn't see this at all. So, uh, Ashley's favorite player gets the next goal. Yeah, Scotty. Scotty Upshaw gets his fourth of the I year do. from Yaskin, who Yaskin had made amazing play starting in the neutral zone and then did a like power forward move to the front and made a perfect pass. And it was an awesome play. I Upshaw just it. had to just pretty much tap it in. And I just, he's has the, my favorite goal celebration. Every time he scores a goal, he's just like <laughs> so excited. Yeah, he's super pumped. He, there was a couple expletives that he uh, uttered that you could tell when oh, he yeah. scored the goal, which he's, is awesome. So he's the funniest dude on the planet. I was actually really ticked off. Oh, pardon me, everybody, if I made you on. But I was actually really, really ticked off that I did not win his Hockey Fights Cancer jersey in the auction. Uh, I was very mad, very mad. Like, literally all my pennies for my Christmas presents for myself were in that bidding war. Did you see the top one got in there? Actually did not, no. Tarasenko got the top one, and somebody paid $6,750. Wow. Wasn't, wasn't Shen's? Shen's was Shen the was highest five. one for a while. Yeah, Shen got ab- about a little above four. And then somebody, then Pareko was right behind that. Yeah, Pareko. So, I, you knew that was yeah, going to happen. Yeah, so like, crazy. I remember the first night of bidding. I looked because I was like, Scotty's is mine. I got this. You know, like I have to yeah, have Yeah, I this. wish they would. I mean, I have not been to the store, so maybe if people would fill me in there. But well, I thought they would like, sell those. Because I know my daughter really wanted one, especially with the glitter mm-hmm. lettering, which I'm pretty sure they probably don't do that in normally no, no. So. i trust me i searched you remember when i was looking for one like a year yeah, ago last year's one, oh yeah. my if anybody can search for these things it's me but i was all over it but it, it was like four hours after the game had like so the game had only been like off for like an hour and i was like you know what like i'm gonna go take a look and see if they have these posted yet and sure enough they did they didn't have pictures of them yet of course you know yeah but um immediately i looked and Scotty Upshaw's was already over a thousand dollars, and everybody else's was still at like five hundred. And I'm like, who knows that I want this? Yeah, they, so uh, whoever whoever bought it, I know you're out there. Send it to me. Yeah, so <laughs> a lot of money made that night, so that's good. So yeah. we're literally seven seconds after this goal, Braden Chen gets his twelfth of the year for Petrangelo. So this did not beat the Blues' record of six seconds, which was, I believe. It was somebody in Andy McDonald. They said on the broadcast. I don't have that in my notes, but I remember that's who scored the second goal. That's the record for the Blues. Basically, off the faceoff win. His wrist shot's a laser, though. Yeah, it goes high on Carey Price. And uh, the defense, for some reason, both go after the defenseman and the centerman go after Petrangelo Mm -hmm. and basically leave Shen to have pretty much – a pretty much a breakaway and he risked it right over glove side after his first goal was uh, a power play goal, not a power play goal, but regular goal on the mm-hmm. stick side. That was like kind of a one timer shot. So he, is, he gets out there and he dances with the puck, you know, and I'm a fan of it because he just keeps scoring. He's really making a name for himself. It's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, to get your 11th, 12th and 13th goals in, you know, and like Montreal, which is like a pretty yeah, yeah, big place, like, especially if anybody geez. plays in Canada. So, and then Shea Weber gets his fifth of the year from uh, Andrew Shaw at seventeen oh four. So this is the 
this is what I call a floor hockey goal because okay. when he did the shot, like I don't know if you remember seeing it, it was probably going two feet wide, and then it just hooked. It was along the ice, and it had yeah. this like hooking <laughs> motion that went behind Allen. And Allen just is looking there, like, I'm gonna what see just if happened? I can look at it right now. So, on my, oh, you look no. that up, and I'll go over the next couple. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to look. This but he did this crazy shot, and then and yeah. I don't blame Allen for that one. And then. Third period rolls around, and unfortunately, the Blues lose the lead. It's tied 3-3 on Shea Weber, another goal. Another shot from the point, which was just a Shea Weber bomb from Andrew Shaw again at the 634 mark, so it's tied 3-3. But luckily, as Ash said before, Braden Chen gets his 13th of the year, and he completes the hat trick uh, from Schwartz and Pareko at the 12-11 mark. Pretty much on a rush, and he throws it in front to Schwartz, who's cutting towards the front, and it hits off, I believe, Jordy Ben's skate. And Here's that floor hockey goal. <laughs> yeah, and it just knuck- and it just was on the ice, and he's just like, I ridiculous. don't understand why how that happened. Like you can tell him, he's just shocked. He's like, okay, I'm it just- looks like a game glitch almost because he came out to cut off the angle mm-hmm. and top of his crease, and it literally curved right yeah, behind him, just inside the goal. Yeah, if you see, it literally yeah. goes just inside the post when he on the ice. <laughs> yep. So that's So luckily, Blues hold on four to three. And beat somebody who Carey Price, who's let in six goals in the last four games, who has been pretty much on fire since he's been back, helping carry the uh, Canadians to wins. So Blues beat a very good uh, Montreal team and do ve- and has com- continued to do very well against East teams this year. They only have one loss so far. So Blues go into the next game, which was the game that our uh, contest winner Dan Sayer won. Yeah, looks like you had fun. Yeah, he had a lot of pictures. So thanks for doing that, Dan. And um, Kind of, unfortunately, like a little bit of a, I a boring game, but I mean, yeah, it's a, it was a, it was a Ken Hitchcock game for sure. So <laughs> the Blues uh, play the Dallas Stars, and the Stars are eh, still trying to find their footing. Let's say after being crowned the winners of the free agency and the new kings of the Central, and they uh, haven't found their footing yet. They're going to this game. They are uh, fifteen, eleven, and one. So not bad at all. But I mean, compared to you're looking at the. Blues and the Jets and Nashville. They're pretty much playing right now a second fiddle to those three. Mm-hmm. And we're all within a point of each other. At this time, the Blues are actually sitting in third place in the Central. They're only one point out of first, and they're t- technically tied in points for second yeah. with uh, Winnipeg. So it's kind of crazy that all three teams are this close already. But we'll go into the Dallas game, and it continues on the power play. Braden Chen is 14th of the year from Yaskin and Steen. So Yaskin also seems to be finding his uh, footing finally. He has mm-hmm. uh, five points in the last eight games, uh, two goals, three assists. So he had a goal. last goal was at the Edmonton where he kind of threw it towards the front. So Blues power play gets a goal, which is good. Um, Dallas played super undisciplined this game, to say the least. Oh, my um, gosh. I Like, you know, and I – when we got rid of Hitch, you know, I was a little sad because I was like, oh, you know, that's a bummer. Like, I, I did like him, you know, like, I understand why we did what we did, like, but I did like him. But now just to see him coaching another team and to see how this team responds to his coaching and how, like, how they, yeah, they do it, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even find the words for it. Like, it's almost, like, I almost kind of feel bad for him, but then I just look and I'm just like, I don't know, they're just... They don't. They don't know what's going on out yeah, there. Yeah, so they had a total of seven. The Blues get seven power plays this game. Off four and four of the seven were off high sticking infractions. So let's go into the third period. Then we'll talk about an interesting thing that happened right before this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colton Pareko gets his thirty year off a bomb from the point uh, from Berglund and Saboka at the five hundred one mark in the third. The Blues hold on, and Vladimir Tarasenko 
makes a good play at the blue line and coast in for an empty net goal. His 13th of the year from Spoka at 1912. Blues win 3-0. Jake Allen gets a shutout, moves in, has officially 105 wins as a St. Louis Blue, surpassing Brian Elliott uh, on that list and also tying Glenn Hall's mark for third in shutouts on the Blues, which is nuts. So That is nuts because, you know, you see all this back and forth crap, you know, with people liking Allen, not liking Allen, you know, all of that, and then just to see those stats and it makes you a... So an interesting happened before this game, and and I guess it happened during the morning skate that Carter Hutton gets hurt, has a lower body injury. Didn't Scotty take him out? Uh, I think it was off an, uh, an upshot shot yeah. off his skate or off his skate or yeah, something like I that. Yeah, I believe I saw a tweet that was like, ooh, Uppy took out Huts. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> apparently, like, I guess they just tried to see if he could go, and they didn't make the call till <laughs> later in the afternoon, which kind of surprised me. If he was feeling that bad after you knew in practice, you make the call like it. Yeah. They have their, usually have their thing around 10, 1030. Yeah. Make the call at 11 so you can get somebody up here. So. They recall Billy Huso under emergency conditions. <clears throat> so, unfortunately, that call was not made till later in the afternoon, and the game's at 7 o'clock St. Louis mm-hmm. time. So, I guess by the time they got a flight, got him to the Scott trade, it was going to be really close. So, the Blues had to call, basically sign somebody to an amateur tryout, <laughs> basically is what it, it is. And it winds up being... Um, a local kid who played for SLU, Slew, yeah. uh, Tyler Stewart, who actually has season t- his parents season tickets and comes to every game. Yep. And the- Jeremy Rutherford wrote a really nice article about kind of yeah. like how the, how the guy uh, uh, br- actually legit brings his equipment in the car for every Blues game. He's like, just in case. You know, which you is know what that nuts, reminds me Which of? is like nuts to think about, like the one in a million chance, and then right? all of a sudden this, it actually happened. And Okay, anybody that knows me knows my favorite band's Nirvana. Me and my husband just went and saw Foo Fighters hours and hours away, had like really awesome seats. Like we were up in, up in there, you know? But um, I watched the Foo Fighters documentary, and this is where I'm going with this. At the very beginning, they, they just jump right into the documentary. Mm-hmm. And he goes, my, he's like, my dream my whole life was to be at my favorite band's show and then come out and be like, you guys, that it's it, it's canceled. Like the, or the drummer broke his beeping leg. Unless anybody here knows how to drum and knows all the songs, he goes, and then I get up there and I start drumming. You know, he's like, that was always my dream. That's that's what that reminds me of. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, so yeah, so the kid goes from. That's insane. Basically, you know, <laughs> getting where his number 98 gets to go out on the ice. And like, could you even imagine like take how warm-ups. that call was actually like. Like how like how did that come about? How was that actually made? So apparently there is a list. Like every team has like a list of local players in case either team yeah needs like an emergency whatever. Which has happened before? Didn't they have that happen down in Arizona and stuff Uh, like that? They've had the Blues have had actually had in the past too when they had the Yarrow Lock trade. And I don't ask me why I remember this name, but (laughs) but the kid his name was Jeff Tiny. Really? And he, but he actually had to sit on the bench the whole game because they, they traded Halak at the time. Yeah. It was when they made the um, initial Ryan Miller trade. Oh, so we were I on our, that. we were on. He was like, it was he was made mm-hmm. during before the game, and he was in I think Buffalo. And we were either, either home. I think we were actually we were away, I believe. But anyway, so that's so rad. Yeah, so that happened. So it was, it was so case. he uh, got sat on the bench for well, I say halfway through the first, and then Huso showed up. So Huso came out, and then you know. Was there for the rest of the game. At the way it's looking right now, Carter Hutton is on IR. So, um, 
there's a chance Villahuso might get tomorrow's game in Buffalo. So this is obviously before this gets out, we might not yeah. feel that. So he might be his first NHL game. So we'll see um, with back-to-back games. And they're in Detroit, then at home against Buffalo. So, um, yeah, then this week they also have a pretty big week this week. They play the, I think, a measuring stick game. is uh, They play Tampa Bay Lightning on the 12th. Jeez. So that should be a big game for them. And yes. I think uh, – Oh, great. So, alert as we oh, – breaking news. Jane Schwartz sustained a lower body injury in the first period and will not return to today's no! game. So, yuck. Stop it. So, bad news there. Hopefully, it's just for this game. Let's and hope he I just saw people say, it. I saw people say, okay, you'll see Jaden in four to six weeks. And I'm like, oh, man. That Don't would suck. Don't even start it. That would suck. So, let's get into some NHL news. Um the fan vote has started for the All-Star game as the three-on-three format like they do. Mm-hmm. So um, right now there is a blue in the top three for the Central. Uh, of course, <laughs> Vladimir Tarasenko is number two behind uh, P.K. Subban and just in front of Patrick Kane. So we'll see how it happens there. He'll, he'll probably make the team no matter what. Him and Shen have a pretty good shot. And with Shen now being hurt, hopefully not hurt, cross my fingers there. But yeah. um, Oh, and uh, another update. You want me to spoil something for you too? Yeah, the – uh, it's in the Blues. It's apparently 2 nothing. So I, do not have, I don't have anything in front of me. So there you go. Who is it? Uh, it just popped up on the screen. So I don't know. I'm waiting to see. <laughs> so anyway. We're so organized, the, y'all. The NHL uh, news we're going to. So that was the all-star vote. Something that I saw last night that caught my interest was the Vegas Golden Knights Sue Twitter account. Some people really think it's hilarious. Some people some think people it's annoying. It. Mm-hmm. I think it, uh, for me it goes in between both. Sometimes like they have some funny stuff come up. Sometimes uh, it's annoying. Uh, Vladimir Saboka from Tarasenko and Stasny to start nice. the period. So, um, so last night they played the Natural Predators, and so it's a big game. So Malcolm Subban is in nets for the mm-hmm. Golden Knights, and PK Subban is playing obviously for Nashville. So a big thing uh, for them. So apparently, hang on, I got to pull it up now. So of course I had it on my screen, but I have like five things pulled up right now. <laughs> so. The big thing was apparently the Nashville media wanted an apology from the Las Vegas Golden Knights over the tweet they put out. So here's the tweet. So Vegas tweets, the other team scored and the reporters covering their team started clapping and like a frowny face. So Nashville writes back, I'm writing this on behalf, like they're a writer. I'm writing this on behalf of the Professional Hockey Writer Association chapter of Nashville as well as our entire media corpse. We take exception to the irresponsible tweet copy below that I just read. Uh, um, it's disrespectful to our credential media, and we would like a public apology and retraction from the Golden Knights Twitter account. I cannot find that tweet on the Golden Knights uh, Twitter feed. So did you think that they deleted it? But I did not see an apology, though. Huh. So as much as like I'm, a, I'm, I'll go with me. I'm mean, fifty fifty on this. From what I've heard, like you're supposed to be up there and just be objective and not kind of like show yeah. your allegiances, whatever. But at the same time, like, yeah, I don't think you should really have a. It's it's a it's a tweet. Who cares? I know, like, like a formal me, apology and a retraction seems uh, a little much. That's a little butt hurt. Yeah, I thought that was liking. a little. That's a little. I, I'd be know. if if. The Blues said that, like, if that tweet was directed towards the Blues from the Golden Knights, I would have been like... That's a little much. Yeah, I'd be like, you really are writing formally on behalf of these other people because of a tweet. You need to chill. 
Like it is what it. I was just like, okay, like I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Like that makes me roll my eyes. We're not That's in. My... The, we're not up there. We've never, I've never been yeah. in the press box during a game, so I can't comment on that. I'll have to. I'm going to reach out to somebody, a couple people I know have, and see their thoughts on it. And mm-hmm. I'll get and I'll get that because I just saw that this morning. So I was trying to get. I'll try to get some more opinions, and I'll share those opinions on the next well, podcast. Th- my personal opinion is, I think they're being a little too sensitive about it. It's just a tweet. That's what I thought too, but. I figured we bring that up. It was a little uh, interesting that I saw. So the other bit of NHL news is uh, it looks like we might have another team on the way. Ah, so Seattle um, It better approved. be the Metropolitans. It better be named the Metropolitans. I don't know. So they approved uh, their new arena for a $660 million arena up in uh, Seattle. So, of course, the board governor's meeting was coincidentally right after this for the NHL. Mm-hmm. And they have a formally invited them to start like a season ticket drive to see if it's mm-hmm. you know worthwhile for them. Yeah. But it's been speculated for a long time. And they would start playing. It would be not next year. It would be the year after. The 2019-2020 year. Yeah. So at the earliest, if everything goes right. So uh, they, it's my up, favorite city. They updated it. I've never been up there. So I, I mean, might have to make a way up there. I'll so. actually be going up there here um, within about the next month. Uh, one of my... One of my best girlfriends is actually moving up there. I'm helping her move up there. Yeah. I'm going to be up there. Her, it's a cool place, so I'm kind of interested to go up there. So the uh, Well, people, a lot of people don't know the history behind the hockey up there. Mm-hmm. Seattle Metropolitans were the first team that was not a Canadian team, the first United States, the first American team to win the Stanley Cup. And then the next year when they went to um, to defend their championship, the Spanish flu blo- broke out in the NHL, and they had to cancel the Stanley Cup finals. There you go. Spanish flu wiped out like all of uh, the well, like most of the NHL. Kind of like when we had um, the the mumps going around yeah. for a while there. It's kind of like yeah, how the how the Spanish flu was way back then. But so yeah, that's kind of cool. So it's kind of cool. They got and then of course, so the fee to get a team now, so to get a team for oh um, for Vegas was five hundred million dollars. Was like the expansion fee they had to pay. Your, okay. fa- your favorite player just scored. Scotty! So it's fifth man. of the year. So three, nothing blues. So. He's praising me for my knowledge on the Seattle Metropolitans. Maybe he did. So He's maybe. sending me a secret. There it is. <laughs> so the blues, uh, so $500 million for the Vegas had to pay to get their. That's insane. I didn't know that that was the price tag to. Yeah, just to have a team. Psycho. So basically, the neck is distributed to all the rest of the team. So I think they said about $16 million each per- team got. Wow. Okay. So. The league says the league is very, very. Gary Bettman said the league is very healthy, doing very well. Mm-hmm. So to get a team now for that time, oh god, six hundred and fifty million dollars. Holy! So you're talking the arena and just to have a team. You're not even saying having that's over a billion ha- bucks. One point, almost one point three billion dollars. Oh my gosh! Just to have a team and have a stadium ready to go, and that's not including. And here I am else. looking at how many quarters I've got in my purse because I want a Big Mac on the way home. Yeah, so one point three <laughs> billion dollars will have to pay. So total between the arena and whatever. So interesting stuff there. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't seen any tweets about Man, the about Seattle funny. getting because uh, Seattle, I believe, is some of his public money. Some is mind you, they have a billionaire behind this. One one of True. the others is a billionaire. So I'm waiting to see the tweets from some certain uh, well, I want politicians. him to so. give me a phone call so we can work out my bills for the next couple of years. Yep. So <laughs> let's move into the next part, which I deci- finally decided to actually remember put a question out there for everybody. Yay! So I love uh, this. yeah, so we have question of the week. So question of the week, question of the week, question of the week, question of the week. There we go. So <laughs> there's our uh, 
Chris is not here for our uh, for our uh, background. Uh, yeah, he's so. our music man. Yeah, so I'll ask you first, and I'll read our responses here. All right. So I, my question of the week this week, and I've seen a lot of different things, and it came up because of the I was telling you about how they, a group of a group of season ticket holders got a kind of a sneak preview of what they're kind of mm-hmm. looking to do to the Scott trade. So I kind of heard some people say like, "This is what I want them to do." Like I know. Uh, one of the, somebody on Twitter, so uh, I won't say Hitch's hat. But I know it's not his name anymore, so I messed it up already. Ghost so, of Hitch's hat? No, he changed it again. So oh I'll, my gosh. I'll come up with it again because it's just uh, for some reason. Knock it off, Hitch's hat. Because he was talking <laughs> about the uh, the elevators working, the oh, escalators. Wow. Excuse me, escalators working. Um, and they said that should be addressed in like two years or something like that. So he actually <laughs> asked them, which I thought was hilarious. So You're like, what's up with this? So I th- that gave me kind of the inspiration for this one is. What is your biggest pet peeve while attending a St. Louis Blues game or any hockey game? So I left it out for any hockey game, but okay. I try to make it for the Blues game in particular because it maybe. Well, then I'll have an answer for each one then. Okay, go for it. I, so, I just want to um, both. But like, here, here's my thing because my answer is extremely hypocritical. I'm just going to go ahead and announce that and, and own up to it right now. When I'm at a Blues game, I cannot stand seeing somebody else Wearing a jersey of the team that's not playing. That was one of them on Oh my gosh, said. that's my biggest pet peeve. But then my biggest pet peeve of going to away games is I'm that asshole that wears the Blues jersey no matter where I'm at. If it's like the Vegas and Nashville game. Exactly. Like I yeah. would be I would be my pet peeve in another place. But my my problem with attending other hockey games, and this is only when I have my stepson with me, when he's wearing his blue stuff, we've had people in Nashville you know, because that's where he lives, where my husband's mm-hmm. from. We've had people in Nashville um, not just be like, oh, you're rooting for the wrong team or, oh, you've got the wrong T-shirt on. Literally say in front like of our child, like not even even to him or to me. They're like, oh, your parents are raising you wrong. Like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be in that. That's garbage, blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, and then yeah. my husband, well, my husband took, you know, my stepson to the bathroom at one point and I, I tapped the people that were sitting in front of us on the shoulder. I was like, one more word to my kid, and I'm going to fight you. Yeah, and so. I'm going to teach him what real hockey fans are. So yeah, so <laughs> that's I'll my, live that's mine my at the peeve. end. I'll get mine at the end because mine's, uh, yeah, mine's interesting. And I pointed out, and it drives me insane. Oh, I also hate the drunk girls at the Blues games. That woo! Oh, we do. That was actually we have woo girls on here. So oh woo yes, girls, woo so. girls. I can't stand woo girls. So, I'm gonna go through. We had about 20 responses. I'm so, so excited I'm go to hear all. some of these. So. I'm excited. Uh, Alex Scholl at Al- at Scholl seventeen can't decide between the wave people walking around during intermission or the drunk redneck yelling shoot from the top row. Um, Josh Epstein Epstein at Joshy Hockey people will judge me for this, but I've always hated people seeing leave the game before it's actually over. Oh yeah, that too. That so I'll too. be guilty of it when it's like a five nothing and there's five minutes left. Like I got to drive, so. <laughs> I like See, to. I've get, always stayed till the very end. Yeah, I've, I only I, do it when it's a complete. I, guess I, I never would. Ne- I never would do it when it's like when it when it's been so, so out of hand. Like as only, I've only done it twice ever, and it's been one of those where I'm super tired and I need to get home. So, uh, Fabry's hair at Fabry's hair. Yeah. Quite obviously, those who don't wait for a whistle. Uh, and then, so he just talked about one of the, something that happened during the game. Two annoying drunk girls sat on the steps while he waited for a stoppage and play at the last game because he wouldn't let them back in our row. So held his held his ground and wouldn't let them you, in the row. Well, so. I mean, rightfully so. If, that, if that's the thing, that's the thing. So one of the, our uh, contest winner, Dan Sayer, replied, and he says like three things here. Uh, he says seven retired jerseys and no cup. Okay. 
valid point. Uh, sitting in the parking garage waiting an hour, one hour after a loss. This is why I leave early on when it's a blowout, obviously. Only to hear beep, 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 and then drunk, uh, let's go blues replies. That's my favorite part, actually. I love yeah. that's, I love sitting in the garage and doing that. That's just me. Uh, then he says the useless post-game win blast of the horn in an empty arena. So uh, Jamie Rose uh, at Cat Rose. Uh, woo girls the ones who get extra drunk and constantly woo so i hear you there yeah uh, uh patrick hook at patrick hook 13 not waiting for the whistle and the god awful power play dance i know some people are not a fan of it hey the kids like it see Whatever, that's man. why I, that's why i'm cool with it because the kids really really enjoy i was it. before i had my my child and like i was not a fan of it and i was just like it's so dumb but then like when she goes to the game she, she hears that music and then mm-hmm. she gets into it and sees people doing yep. it and she's into it so i'm like yep cool. it, ke- it keeps the kids attention and it keeps them into yeah. it so i really like it uh then somebody uh shane hips uh, at 27 j shane glad to see i'm not the only one who hates the power play dance um aaron at keppa k Ka, i might mess that up uh the kiss cam Oh really? Uh, you know, oh, Twitch is on. Brian Wilson at B W Jenkins. I'm actually going through and following all of these people as <laughs> uh, yeah. the crowd coaches, and it hits uh, the, the tweet from this is it pinned on top of our profile on Twitter. So in case you want to make it the easy, yeah, one. yeah, I got okay. it. Okay, I'm actually uh, going cra- down. Crowd and- coaches and uh, the crowd coaches so hit somebody, <laughs> shoot stuff like that. Uh, Redbeard at Redbeard STL. Lack of cut banners, but really the w- waiting for the whistle. Uh, Jay Dizzy, I have to say a power play dance and fans yelling shoot. That seems to be a lot of it. Oh my god, I'm so guilty of being a, a fan coach. I swear it's because I grew up on the bench. I get with my frustrated. Dad. I get frustrated. I'm like, oh, I, I'm the complainer. Yeah, like, I'll like I, I, I'll, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll be like, why aren't you hitting him? Like, what are you doing in the uh, corner? Yeah. Shoots wide at T D'Agostino in STL. The millennial sitting behind me complaining the entire game about how they can't get a boyfriend. Oh <laughs> so. my god. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> STL Blue Rumors, uh, people wearing jerseys of teams not involved in the game uh, or wearing Cardinals gear. My thing is the Cardinals gear. Oh, on, my God. At, the Car- at, I'll never understand when that. It's a, when it's like the Cardinals Blues night, fine. No big yeah, deal. Yeah. Like, but that's the one. Eric Bowman, one of my biggest pet peeves is just simply that we don't win the game. So, LOL. So, um, Sean is a Blue Note backer. Uh People not waiting for the whistle to return to their seats, the power play dance, and when at Jab's music isn't providing the music. So that's Jeremy Boyer, who mm-hmm. is uh, really good on the organ. So Mike Jost, uh, Jost, uh, Jost, at Jost Drums, way too much his is way too much butt rock gets played. <laughs> also, idiots yell shoot while the power while they're on the power play. A lot of butt rock does get played. I will say and that. That's a, but then again, I'm such a hater when it comes to music. We all know this. So. Uh, Ron Finger at Guts of Dancing. I spent countless of thousands of dollars of tickets, and they don't even know my name. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Pa- fans who think Jake Allen can win us a cup, and that's from Joe Two Twenty Two. So, uh, we'll see. I, it's not. It's, it I like is, the little gif he's got. He yeah. The knee slapper. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just went through and tried to follow every single person that replied to our. Yep. Question of the week. So yeah, I'll three just more to... left, and here we go. Nick Powers, the power play dance, and all the jabronis. Okay, and then Mary Powders, the effing uh, cha cha slide. <laughs> I love Nick and Mary. They're actually really good friends of mine. There you go. And yeah, a tie cool. between people who don't want to st- wait for a stop and play, and the dumbasses who think they know everything about yelling "shoot it" every time they touch the puck. And that's Melissa at Pesky STL Chick. And that was all of them. So uh, that's a good. Re- that's a good response. We're gonna have to do another one of these. Like. We have to we have to do this all the time. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to get that question of the week out a little more often. So uh, mine is, and, and I 
think because I only like get autographs and like, and I have for when I was little still. When I see people wearing autographed jerseys to the game, it drives me insane. Oh my god, same. I can't. I saw a guy. I kid you not. I almost passed out when I was with me and Chris went to a game oh, last no, year. Oh, no. Wearing a Gretzky jersey that was signed by Al McKennis, Brett Hall, and Wayne Gretzky. He wore that to the game. Wearing it. I would have whooped his arse for that. I was just sitting there like, I, I, po- I point that it was when we were leaving the game and I was pointing at Chris, like trying to get his attention. Like he's tall enough. Chris was, of course, tall enough. I'm like, I was trying Look. to point. I point and I finally got it. And of course, it was a not correct Gretzky jersey. It's oh. the blues, you know, where he did. It was the, he was there in the air with a red stripe jersey. Mm-hmm. It, he was wearing the era before that with just like the yellow stripe at the bottom. So he had a Gretzky jersey made. Yeah, but like okay. it was the it was, it was basically either a cheap Chinese one. I, yeah, but it was like the wrong era. Yeah, where Gretzky didn't. Yeah, it was wear the era jersey. before. Yeah, it was yeah. the era before, and it had, oh, and he had it signed. I got the chills. I'm so angry. Look at my hair standing yeah. up. Three different three Hall of Famers. No, and he wears it to the game. Al, Al, I'm sorry. But I see it a lot, and then... Yeah, I could never wear a sign. Or I've seen people with signed all over it, like all over the yeah, numbers. Yeah, those are the nowhere. ones that, like, appall me. I'm just like, oh, my God, you're going to go home and wash that now? So it's the funny thing. Yeah, so the thing is, like, you know, never wash it then. Exactly, like... And the funny thing is, like, I... Uh, cleaning out the house. Like, I've had a jersey from when the Blues were not that very good at all. And it had, like, most of the team sign it. And I've had, like... I have, like, most of these guys signed on pucks and other mm-hmm, stuff as yeah. it is. So... I sold it just because I'm like, hey, I like money. So, and Mr. then Mr. Blue's hat, Mr. Blue's hat. Thank you. I changing that up. your name. <laughs> I knew it was still hat in it, but I couldn't remember it. So, apologies there, Mr. Blue's hat. So, <laughs> and I saw them wearing it at the game, and I'm just like, oh, I was so disappointed. It's like, oh man, that's terrible. But anyway, so we'll wrap it up here, so we can go back up and watch this game. Heck so. Yeah. If you'd like to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. At Ashley Reigns. I almost said Ryan. I'm not used to it. I know you almost did. I said something because on one of the couple things we had made for the podcast, it still has Ryan on it. Does it? Yeah. So part of me is like, oh, that's not correct. I'll always be a Ryan. So, and Chris is at Hossa Blues, of course. Our website is blueshockeypodcast.net. And let's see. What's there? Find us on Facebook. Facebook. Blues Hockey Podcast there. Uh, also, make sure if you need a holiday gift, I wanted to bring this up because they've been so good to us. Uh, Glass Bangers is running a ton of specials. Oh, yeah. Their sales are to die for right now. And they've so got some for, bad-ass for me, shirts. For from- me, uh, especially this week, it's ending this weekend, uh, into next week, I believe. This is Monday is the official last day. They're having 25% off all their Star Wars hockey shirts, oh, which they we have. Do. We've got several we of those We have like guys. six or seven of them, and there's a couple of them like I couldn't find for a while, and they brought them back. That's so, awesome. Um, that's pretty awesome. So especially with Star Wars coming out starting next Thursday. Yeah. How many times have you seen it next weekend? Oh, my God. Oh, you're not going to be. You're on I'll be. I'll be in Vegas from Monday to Saturday night. Well, if you night. have nothing going on one night, you can probably go swing. I don't know. Like I've, th- I've been to Vegas once, so I'm trying to think. Of, do they have any kind of like, I've been to Vegas. theaters in on the strip? I'm trying to think. I'm off the top of my head. Wait, what just happened? Because I just got a thing. I got nothing. Hang on. It says Blues are piling it on in the second period, but it didn't tell me what's going on. I still three. I got three nothing still. So. Okay, well maybe my phone's just in. But uh, arse. yeah, so I am seeing it uh, twice because I'm splitting up between two people, and technically I, sp- I could go with Chris and make it three days in a row. Oh my gosh! But uh, let's make me a major dork. But I'm already married, ladies. So sorry. <laughs> my husband. I'm. I, I can't wait to see how many times my husband tries to get me a jacket. I'll be like, "Can you go get another girlfriend for the weekend? Because yeah. I don't feel like watching all so this." I'm again. going uh, 
Thursday with one friend, and then I'd another group of friends on Saturday. And then Not Chris is Chris has tickets on Friday that uh, fortunately with his father being uh, just recovering, he can't take he can't go with them. And he's like, you can go, but it's during when I work. And I said, uh, I can't get off unfortunately. Yeah. So of work that is. So <laughs> that's everything there. Um, we're gonna have one more podcast here before the holiday break here because holiday is just super hard for all of us to get together yeah, especially if you uh, know i mean us if we, you might if you're you be out of town traveling chris is wrapping his up and chris unfortunately unfortunately but unfortunately is gonna be in town now so we might squeeze one in there mm-hmm. but we're not gonna i'm not gonna push anything i like to just let everybody do their thing during the holiday season yeah so anyway i think this will probably be your probably last one before christmas yeah so might be uh, next week if everything works out with Ashley being out, we have to have two people come in and replace Ashley. Yeah, because I'm so, awesome. So if every if it works out, we should have uh, Jack and Bond from Brook Royal in next week. Well, I'll week. be sad that I'll miss them, but yeah, we're we're, we'll but, do we talked, one. but we talked to them and they said like this is one will work. Cool. And then we're gonna try to do one before their show in February. We're gonna talk about uh, their kind of love of the blues, and they got I know Bond has a ton of blues stories since. Mm-hmm. There was a one like I think it was two years ago. Like constantly, I would we always look on the TV and like oh, and Chris is like there's Bond. Yep. <laughs> he's like in Nashville for a game, or he's in another place for a game, and so it's just funny. So we're gonna talk to those guys. Hopefully, if everything still stays on schedule. Anyway, like I said, it'll be Ashley's possibly last one for the year. We'll see how things work out. Like I said, we'll see. I, I don't like, like the rush. And surprise guys. Like I said, I'm not gonna. I don't like to bother people during the holidays. So anyway. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully, Jaden Sports. Uh, hopefully, it's okay. Nice fingers, guys. Yeah, if not, we'll talk together. Yeah.